This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This Rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the Survive This System is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at bloatgames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloat Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Sunny day today. Warmer, which is good for a winter. Oh, had a game of Mythgarther last night. And it was it was pretty good. It was I had a lot of fun. And Matt handed everyone, each player, a copy of the new second edition Mythgarther role-playing game, which is his own campaign world and role-playing system in one. It is a stripped-down, modified version of 5e, so it'll get some traction. I plan to do a review on it in the, in the near future. And I'm still thinking of philosophizing about the early days of gaming and nerddom and things like that. So, uh, still thinking about the early days, and it was a lot more adversarial than it is now. And I think that has to do with the mature... The maturing of the game, which is one thing I'm that's in favor of the later editions as far as I'm concerned. That's one thing that's good. It actually matured into its own game because when, to me, when role-playing started out, it was still seen as an adjutant to wargaming. And a lot of the people brought that wargaming mentality over to role-playing, which Gary did, Dave did, you know, a lot of these people did. And so you see a lot more adversarial DMs. They see the players as the enemy, like another, you know, another army would see another army in a in a miniatures wargaming sense. And so that had a lot to do with it. I was, you know, I came in maybe at the midpoint. So I'm thinking 1980 is when I started. And so. I had a different take on it because I was never a war gamer. And there are a lot of people like me who are coming to the hobby that were never war gamers. So they're saying, why does it have to be that way? Well, it was. And, you know, you either, you know, thrived or you didn't. And it just, it, to me, I'm, I was kind of an odd duck. I felt like I was kind of an odd duck as far as like, can't we just like do what the rules say and role play where there's, you know, the, you're telling stories, but there are people, there are, there were game masters out there that, you know, it's like us versus them. This is why a lot of times I think you see monsters and other, 
other like magic items and artifacts in things like AD&D First Edition and such that were just kind of what they call gotcha monsters or gotcha items. And I, I understand that there's qu a, quite a few monsters and magic items out there. Maybe, maybe not so. Yeah, quite a few that Gary invented just because he was he was fed up with the players doing certain things. And sometimes these certain things weren't even things that, you know, you. it's just that this is the way the play went. And it's like, all right, I'm tired of this. I'm going to make a monster or a magic item that's going to negate that or whatever, which I think is kind of the wrong reason to invent this kind of stuff nowadays. Back then, yeah. You know, my the one I always think of is the ear seeker, where with this little parasite worm that can climb into someone's ear, that's because he got tired of he got tired of players going up and listening in doors before they open it. And so, to me, that was just one way of them. Well, that's him way his way of stopping that, keeping people from doing that. And you know, he may have his reasons. Well, it slows down play and all this other stuff, but. Sometimes I just think he invented stuff because he got fed up with the way the players were playing. And sometimes it showed in the books, too. Like, this is the way to play D&D. &D. This is not the way to play D&D. &D. This is the way to play D&D. &D. And I think he went through that period. Other people went through that period of saying, if you don't play it by the as the rules is written, it's not really D&D. &D. Well... I have my own views on that. My views is the fact that I think that that was, in the early days of TSR, he would say things like that in Dragon when people would write in. And my philosophy for that was, well, I think he was trying to protect copyright on that. Because if, everybody, if somebody takes a, a, a copy of, say, First Edition, and House rules it to a fare-thee-well, and calls it D&D. &D. Well, I think they'll have a little problem with that. So that's one way that role-playing has changed over the years. And it's not always to a bad end. I mean, you know, I, I'm not too... I don't really care about 5e as far as the system goes. I play it. I play in it because my friends run it. And... You know, but I still like the early days. I still like the earlier editions of D&D. I'm still an OSR grognard at heart because it's just, it's, it's more rulings, not rules and things like that. Even if they try to codify everything like in 1E, because there is wiggle room in 1E. You can do that in second edition too. But after a while, it just got ridiculous. I mean, I thought Gary was kind of ridiculous in the 1E DMG or the other books too, because he was trying. I know that the excuse was, well, we needed something we can use for tournament play and conventions. Okay, well, that's well, well and good. Why don't you just come up with tournament rules, standardized tournament rules, and come up with this thing called the RPG. You already came up with this thing called the RPGA. Why don't you come up with codified tournament rules and use those instead of putting out a whole whole separate system. But I knew there was more there was more than that behind the scenes. But that was the official ruling. And also I think Gary was bound and determined to make this A D and D a separate entity from D and D, even though they were similar because of 
That way he can claim it as his own. And that's the way it went. But, but I'm getting a little off the subject here, but it, it, that's just what I'm trying to say is every... Back then, it was a little more adversarial just because of that and because it was coming out of wargaming and still had its wargaming roots and they were still shaking it off. You had new players, these fresh-faced new players who had never played a wargame coming and playing with this old grognard who started with, with wargaming and went to D&D and learned it. And he, he kind of took a view of the players as the enemy. And you can't do that in a role-playing game. I mean, you you got to be a little bit more dispassionate about that. That's all. Anyway, these are my reviews, and take them on what you will. i got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, and Michael. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Larger's The Red Dice Diaries, my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.